3: You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio.
1: All right, welcome back and good morning. CNR on FSR in for the great Dan Patrick. Again, if you're new to our show, we're on every afternoon, 2 p.m. on the West. That's 1, 2, 3, 4. That's 5 p.m. on the East. Covino <laughs> add three and Rich. hours, Dad. Yeah, just add three hours. <laughs> and if you want to subscribe to our podcast, of course, it's free. Search Cavino and Rich, C-O-V-I-N-O, Cavino and Rich, wherever you stream your podcast. And I'd appreciate that. You know, being just a kid, little kid from Union, New Jersey. And speaking of, I have one other quick story to tell you about Crazy Little League parents. And a reminder, Fox Sports Radio Nation, that in about 50 minutes, we throw it back on a Thursday. Old school when 50 hits. We're going to talk some sports movies. We'll explain, all right? So start thinking of your favorites. We are live from the Mercedes-Benz studios. And I just learned Discover credit cards do something pretty awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you earned double. No way. The cash back from trips, <laughs> restaurants, all doubled. Seriously, wow. go see terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. And speaking of restaurants, if we do have time today, I do want to talk tipping. Okay? So okay. lots to get to. On the Cavino and Rich Show, in for Dan Patrick. Danny G's on the phones at 877-99-FOX. We got Joel, we got Spot, we got Nick, and we got your phone calls. Okay,
2: let's do this. Uh, and then we are going to talk, uh, we'll, we'll transition from these Little League stories to the real MVP of the NBA play-in game last night. Dr. DeRozan. Not DeMar, his daughter. We'll explain why. Uh, plus some NBA, we'll talk LeBron, Ted Lasso. Uh, I have a baseball thought about how I'm so not impressed with the Tampa Bay Rays. Okay. I think it's the most over-exaggerated thing I've ever seen. I mean, you still got to win the easy game. I know you got to win the easy games, but how easy have these games been? Well, I'll explain. Uh, Joe in L.A., you're on with Kavino and Rich. Crazy Little League parents. What's going on?
4: (laughs) What's going on, you guys? Well, I'm an uncle who was invited to a Little League game, and I had your sister's experience because... On the side, I shoot photography, and my sister invited me for my nephew's Little League game, and I go there and go taking pictures, and then I get a tap on the shoulder, and there was a mom and dad saying, Hey, if you're going to be taking pictures, you should be taking pictures of everybody. What?
1: Yeah, it's wild,
4: dude. It's wild.
1: <laughs> what? Yeah, it's crazy, dude. The audacity. No,
2: it's like, you know... Yo, here's my email. Make sure you send the proofs here. What? Yeah. <laughs> that's,
1: yeah, that's when you hand over your business card and you charge them. Yeah, you paying me? Man. Yo, Thanks. when
2: there, if there's a dad or a mom... Yo, I'm giving I'm giving them a kawaii laugh if they say that. You have a good camera. You got some photography skills. That's a treat. Have you ever seen, like... Some dad or mom show up at a Little League game. That's like a nice little bonus. Like, hey, I took some really nice photos of the kids. Imagine demanding, like, make yeah. sure you get my kids good side.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's the entitlement of today's crazy Little League parent. It's wild. Let's go to Heath in Iowa. What's up, Heath? Hey, guys. Uh,
4: this, this is the first time I've ever called a radio show, wow. so, so thank you for taking my call.
2: Thank you, Just man. Don't miss right. out. Little League's a hot button. What's high, up, man? High pressure.
4: Yeah, so my, my, my dad... My dad was our, was our uh, baseball official, baseball umpire, basketball official, our football umpire, football official, so, you know, this, this is kind of an opposite of, of a crazy Little League parent, but, you know, he would call technical fouls of me and my brother during games, you know, he, he would strike us out on balls that were way off the plate in Little League, so it, it's kind of opposite of what you guys are talking about, but... That the, the dinner table conversations after he did this to us were were, were off the charts funny from my mom's perspective. So uh, it's not really a crazy little league parent parent uh, story, but it's just uh, my dad was. Dude,
2: was it's the plate. it's thankless. I get it. It's easy money and it's fun. I think about that. He was probably harder on his own kids. Yeah, I think about that with little league, but even like. Uh, I'm tying it into, honestly, grown men rec sports. If you're playing pickup basketball at the gym, or you're playing in a league, softball. or softball, or, I mean, what else do people play, Spot, that has I a referee just, or a umpire? Pickleball. Mm-hmm. Pickleball, yeah. Pickleball's the new cross Are there huge. officials? Are there, are there pickleball uh, officials? Yeah, Are there a line league. judges? Hello. Is that your side gig? You're going to do uh, line judging for uh, pickleball? Get with it. But I always wonder, like, the guys that umpire softball on a Tuesday night or a Saturday morning, Those guys probably get, I think we pay them like 25 bucks for a game. It's a two-hour game, 25 bucks cash, right? Do you think they want to be hassled by grown men? Like, yeah, you missed the call, Blue. You effing, it's like, yeah, dude, I'm just here at the park. Like, you really? do I need the 20 bucks that much? That's a lot of guys, older guys, probably just want to get out of the house for a minute and make like 20, 30 bucks, (laughs) right? Well, that was my other story. I'll, I'll make it snappy for you, Rich. My first
1: paying gig was a Little League umpire. I was 13 years old, just fresh out of the league, but I had a, you know hero's reputation. I had 27 Little League home runs. I thought you were a paper oh, boy. Okay. Dun, no.
5: So I
6: love the video dun, game. I love the video game. I forgot how many home runs was it? 27. Oh,
5: 27. Yeah. So they're like, how did you hey, forget that? Did they, they have wanted a banner to, up at the, the field?
1: Yeah, they wanted, they wanted <laughs> to still keep me involved. There's a right? plaque in this
5: studio that says it.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I was a Little League umpire, Union Little League, 13, 14, 15, probably for about three years. And on a throwback Thursday, you would get Fifteen bucks a game behind the plate, ten dollars in the field. So you spend a good afternoon there, get some free hot dogs, make a few bucks as a little kid. It was fun. I did it too. It was a great part time job when you were like fifteen. But back then, Rich, right? You would deal with that one aggressive dad. You know, like the one there was always the one or two dads who were just over the top or the over the top aggressive dad coaches. As a 13-year-old kid, as a little boy, I had to throw a dad out of the game. <laughs> you're
2: out of here! I, Le- Leslie Nielsen naked I, gun I, style? I did.
1: I had to throw him out because... But the point is, so crazy Little League dad, you know, he's arguing with a little kid umpire. Like, dude, get a life. I was like, get a life, mister! You're
5: out of here!
1: Well, he, you really showed him. Yeah, no, he had to leave. The, he had, Look, they had my back. I was a hero in that Little League. That guy so, was never the same. They had to escort the dad out. The point is, it was the one or two, three crazy parents back then. Now it's like every parent, every parent hassling the coaches, thinking their kid needs to play, bothering you know the umpires, bothering my sister because she didn't bring snacks for everybody. And we go back to your phone calls, Bill in Colorado. Yo, what up, Bill? It's Cnr.
4: What's going on, folks? What's up, buddy? Well, as far as this crazy lady, you know what I would do honestly is—it's kind of a long play here. But you know, I'd, every game, wow, there's a lot of siblings. You know, wow, look at all these siblings. And then there at the end, of, at the trophy ceremony, you know, be really, really upset. Hey, why didn't my little cousin you get you brother get one of these trophies too? You know, I mean, I mean, if it's a candy bar for team participants. Oh, you Bill, know, I thought you
2: were gonna say put a diuretic in her kid's candy bar, <laughs> no, make, them, they they say, make them uh, make you them know, well, you, great, but, but, you know spoil their pantalones. <laughs>
1: How about we say, teach your other kid how to share and and have him give a
6: piece of the candy bar. No, You know, not every kid gets a trophy. If they're not on the team, give me a break. I want to go back to Covino throwing out this grown man. I did. Can you see the grown man having to go to the parking lot and Covino comes out on his bike with the little sissy
5: bar (laughs) ride to him?
1: Yeah. Hey, what's and w- going and on? what would Bum, you have bing, bing. done
5: if he had come back Bobby Valentine style with the, uh, the the glasses, the nose, and the mustache? I'd have to applaud that because it's, it's one of my favorite baseball moments. <laughs>
1: so
2: I'd have to just like... Bobby Valentine coming back to the Mets game after yeah. he was ejected with a mustache and glasses might be one of the greatest moments was in baseball it even history. A mustache?
1: I always thought it was like eye black. Like he used an eye black patch, like sticker, I as the mustache. it was a fake... Was it a fake mustache? Either way, one of my favorite moments, Danny J. So if any dad tried to pull that, I would have to laugh. Uh, where do you want to go? Any, anyone else we
2: haven't got to? Danny, of these people still on hold? Do you want Who
6: threw to... you out the game? The little kid riding the bike, right? Yeah.
2: Going down the street. The little kid. The little see daddy, hit him. The kid that looks like Tattoo from Fantasy Island? Yeah, he just kicked me out of the game.
5: Before we talk about DeMar DeRozan, let's go to Greg in Florida.
2: All right, what's up, Greg? You're on.
4: Hey, uh, first of all, don't put down my Rays. I'm under. I'm on my way to the game this afternoon, so don't put down my uh, Tampa Bay Rays. I'm from yeah, to Florida. And uh, the other thing is, I don't have a little league, but I used to run a flag football league. And uh, there, the, the uh, parents were divorced, and we had the ref had to break up two grandmothers that were fighting. In, 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 in the stands um, that, that, that were fighting in, in, in the stands because, uh, because they were having an argument about their kids. How
2: embarrassing. Two grandmas break up the fight. I would have broke out the camera. <laughs> I would have broke out the phone. Fun- yeah, grandma, hold on. We get a good angle. Grandma's throwing down. World star.
1: You know what, <laughs> man? I'm not surprised. Remember what the sign says uh, out here in the Little League I go to. Hey, remember, parents and grandparents, the
6: kids are watching they're watching. Get they're a watching. grip. Don't ever throw up a fake world star. Please, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> when, <you said> <laughs> <laughs> when, when grandmas are fighting
2: Joel, I think everyone wants to screw out world when star. When you said
6: world star, I had to look up. I, was you mean, like, I, I,
2: I thought you were trying to find the hip-hop horn. <laughs> uh, by the way, going, going to the Tampa uh, Bay Rays game, I'll get that out of the way now so we can move on to DeMar DeRozan and other stuff. I'm not saying they're not good. I said to my buddy the other day, they're 12-0 and 0 now. I have a friend that lives down in Tampa. I said they could play 500 baseball the rest of the way if they went 75 and 75 because there's 150 games left. They're 12 and 0. Going 75 and 75 and playing 500 baseball would give them 87 wins, which could very well be enough for a wild card spot. So, they put themselves in a great position. Like, you're winning the games you need to win. You're beating the bad teams, but I think that puts them in a great position so early on that, again, if they win eight of their next 10 games, they're 20 and 2. You're putting yourself in such a great position. However, I don't want to be the Debbie Downer, but you know who they've played? The Tigers, the Nats, the A's. Just coincidentally, the Tampa Bay Rays have played the worst of the worst. To start the season. I'm not saying it's not impressive. Any 12-game winning streak in any professional sport is insane. It's just, it's not like they beat... You know what they the, deserve?
6: Mr. Beast bars. They sure. do. For the whole team. As a Tigers fan, I say thank you for mentioning us first.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, give them some hugs and some Charleston chews. They deserve it. They're 12-0. But... Free hot dogs for the, for the race. You know, you're supposed to beat the bad teams. I get it. But... I'm not appointing the Rays, the AL East champions 12 games into the season because they haven't played the Blue Jays, the Yankees, the Orioles. Like I think the Rays are a good team, a wild card potential team, but I don't think just because they're 12 and 0 everyone should be saying, "Man, maybe they are the team." I don't think they're the team this year. They just beat the Oakland A's, who are like a minor league ball club. All right, Rich is speaking
1: facts, but it doesn't take away that it's still impressive. No, dude, you know? it's so, super impressive. So yeah. Weak schedule. Trust me.
2: Still impressive. I'm a Mets fan. You know why the Mets you know, blew it at the end of last year? Because they lost September games to teams like the Cubs and the Marlins. So, again, you have to beat the bad teams, but uh, impressive. Mm-hmm. And I hate to give the Yankees or Blue Jays or anyone props. In the long run, you'll see those teams come out on top. 12-0 is
5: pretty I mean, 12 pretty and pretty though. sick, though. Really right? quick, Rich, before we talk NBA, I think you should explain Crock Watch for the listeners that are going to follow us over oh, to Afternoons.
2: Oh, yeah. When you check out our afternoon show, we all pick teams out of a hat. Everyone on the Kavino on Rich Show, Danny G, uh, Dan Byer, Ramos, who runs the board, and we all got five teams, huh. and of the five teams we got, there's six guys We got five teams each, and whoever ends up with the worst team at the end of the year, record-wise, has to wear Crocs to work for. Not just any
5: Crocs. Stinky Crocs from Rich's house. Stinky
2: Crocs from my house. And uh, as of right now... Winner gets money. The loser gets humiliated. As of right now, if you want to talk about Croc Watch, worst team in Major League Baseball. Can anyone take a guess? Worst team. Worst team. Isn't that the Tigers? It is the Tigers, Joel. Oh, I know you're oh, a Detroit hey, guy. do that... to take that from us. <laughs> the Tigers are two and
5: nine. Yeah. And whoever pulled the team that winds up winning the World Series gets all the money in the pool.
2: Yeah. Do we yeah. will get a couple hundred bucks? Losers got to wear Crocs for Guess a week. Guess who's got the raise?
5: you hater, Rich? Who, you or me? Yeah, no, I got the raise. Compl- good luck with
3: that. <laughs> well, I right. hey, He's got a good
2: start. All right, you know what? I, before we get into DeMar DeRozan, let me look at the race schedule, and I'll tell you when they go on their first losing streak. Oh, Tomorrow. T- <laughs> they play the blue. They play <laughs> in Toronto. They play in Toronto all weekend. I should. I want to see if there's. A, you can't. Can't parlay. Can you parlay the same team multiple days in a row? I'm gonna see because I feel like the Rays lose two out of three there. Wow.
1: And who has the Tigers? Do we know who's on Crock watch? Is it... Who picked the Tigers, uh, Danny i I'll
5: look that up right now. I think it is Ramos. I think it's Ramos, Ramos. yeah. <laughs> Looks like somebody's wearing
2: Crocs. All right. Uh, hey, Danny, we, do we wrap it up with Mike on line one, or do we already take him? Yeah, you're good to transition. Now. All right. Okay. Caitlyn Jenner. Um, good to transition. Uh, Tamar DeRozan, <laughs> uh, last night, you watched Please the, do a professional transition. Um, Tamar DeRozan, last night, the story is his adorable little kid. Yeah. Or you could say, crazy little kid. I love it. I, you never talk bad about a guy's kid. I think this is a great story. She was, what would you say, like screeching? Screaming at the top
1: of her lungs. Screeching is a good word. Screeching? Screeching, screeching yeah. Screeching.
2: Ah, ah, like, ah, like I can't even get that high. You cackling. Know you, ca- cackling? Ah, it
1: sounded at first like banshee. Someone was screaming for their life at first. Yo, there's no exaggeration, by the way.
2: NBA.com, there's a headline. DeMar DeRozan's daughter's courtside screams stifle the Raptors. They're giving her credit. She's part of the story. Well, they had the worst free throw shooting this season. Is that right? Yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're yeah. Worst their worst percentage and their worst. Yeah, their worst... Look at the free throw line, and, and you know the what? worst
5: free throw shooting in an elimination game since 1969.
1: So there's something to it. Like, was she really the hero last night? And she was one of the first people referenced and interviewed. Earl um, Powell Cassidy Hubert was of ESPN was interviewing. DeMar DeRozan, and immediately brought up his daughter. And she was right there. She came right up there. He he said, what, she's going back to school? She's going back to school Rodney Dangerfield style, Thornton Mellon style, and apparently not going to Miami.
2: Uh, Listen to DeMar after the game.
6: My daughter called me the other day. Um, when she was getting out of school, and she was just, you know, she just said, Dad, can I, can I come to the Toronto game? I remember going to all the Toronto games when she was a kid, and I almost said no because she in school back home. Um, she kept asking. She was just adamant about coming to support, and I just said, all right, you, you can miss one day at school and, you know, come to a game, and I'm glad I did. Um, I owe some money for sure. <laughs>
3: That's awesome. Is <laughs> uh, nah, she coming, Fred?
6: No, she got to go back to school. School, first. <laughs>
2: I think this is a great story because, well, yeah. I'll be honest. the the high pitched kid screaming. I have a five year old daughter. I get it. That's the most annoying type of scream, uh, a child's high pitched scream. I but have a question for you: though. It was
1: effective. You heard it throughout well, that, the game. That's my question. Is this coincidence? Is it a coincidence, or do you really think that she played an effort? You got people there, you know, with bang sticks. You know, people there, you know, holding up big heads and foam fingers and clapping and doing everything else, waving their hands to distract the team. You think the high-pitched screech is really what did it? Or is that just a fun story
2: to roll with? I mean, we could say this because we're dads. Nothing more annoying than a kid scream. That's
6: a great question, though, because during COVID, when you went to the games, I don't think they would allow that. Yeah. They would come up in the stands and they say, hey.
2: They used to tell yeah. you to calm down. No, no yeah. more of that. Yeah, Take, take it down a notch.
1: It, it, it seemed to have worked. Again, the worst free throw shooting performance the season. Fred Van Fleet missing shots. Yeah, was there like was like 52, 52 seconds yes, left. Yes,
5: Rich, and you could hear her because the crowd got quiet. As he's trying to focus, you hear her.
1: Pascal Siakam looking annoyed. No, he was not on Fleet. No. <laughs> and you do... If you didn't watch the game, you know, Bleacher Report, everyone posting the highlight reel of her screaming, you hear it amongst everyone else in the crowd. Like you as a, a viewer watching it on TV. Heard her. You could have been at a bar last night if they had the volume on. You heard someone screaming, and it was like, "What is that?"
6: She got quality camera time too.
2: Yeah, there's a mo- yeah, there's a whole montage <laughs> yeah. of, of her screaming. So, like- oh, and there's great, you're right, Joel. there's great video of her like mean mugging. People are saying she had like like a Lebron, like a like a grin, <laughs> like a scowl, almost like a Mr. T, Rocky Three. She Anakin don't need at.
6: to go back to school. Let's just say.
2: Yo, I'll be She's honest. got a scholarship. If I'm if I'm the Chicago <laughs> she Bulls, she has
5: an NIL deal already.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm call I'm calling the school district and being like, Yo, can we get a little? Uh, remember back in COVID when we did school from home? Hey, send her homework assignments for the week. Get That's a tutor, right. She's get a traveling. Tutor. She's traveling with the Bulls. Let's go. You know,
1: it's funny. It's it's awkward to be a Toronto Raptor or a Raptors fan because how do you say something bad about a little kid? Like, are they hating her right now in a way? Like, did it really work? Because there's something there. They were they were way off with their free throws. So, you know, how, what did they say? How do they even
6: approach it? Did
1: they applaud her? Like, well, how ah, she do? You really can't say anything bad about a kid.
6: Bulls. Uh, if she was to come to Detroit, uh, we'd find a way.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, depending on the city, you'll find people that'll talk about a kid. Uh, Bulls at Heat, by the way, Friday at four p.m., uh, seven o'clock on the East Coast. So. It's right now Miami by five and a half. I wonder if the point spread moves if Demar is like, yeah. By the way, I'm taking my kid out of school. It goes down to like two. <laughs> she moves the point right, spread. If in Vegas. Re- if
1: we're really going to say that mattered, right? Like, then uh, there's some truth to what you're saying. Hey,
2: so that, that makes me think about bringing
1: your kids to to work a little bit.
2: Yeah. You know, if if you want to chime in, let's let's get the phones going again. Eight seven seven nine nine on Fox. Is she the MVP last night? Dr. DeRozan. We'll get to that next. Kavino on, Rich live in L.A. from the TireRack.com studio in for Dan Patrick. And we all know that shopping for tires can be deflating.
1: We're not at TireRack.com. Fast free shipping, free road hazard protection. That's just the start. And did you know they test tires? They got their own test track where they push tires to the limit.
2: Great traction and comfortable ride. They share the results so you can make an informed choice. Go to Tire. uh, There's my mic. Go to Tirec.com slash Dan. Tell them what you drive. Not sure where to begin? Try the Tire Decision Guide for a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive.
1: And they sell only the best at the full line of hand-cooked tires. Shipped fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers with
2: free road hazard protection. Mobile tire installation available in many areas. They'll bring new tires to you at work or home and install them on site. Go to Tirec.com slash
1: Dan. See their hand-cooked test results and special offers. That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be.
6: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
2: Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah! We know that quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you and your partner whenever you want. Two beds in one, firmer or softer on each side, you decide. And it helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature as well, quiets their snoring, so you stay sleeping comfortably all night long. Sleep Number does everything. My Sleep Number setting is 75. Sleep Number smart beds learn how you sleep. They provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. You will never need another bed. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit JDPower.com awards only at a Sleep Number store or
7: SleepNumber.com. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock.
3: The all-electric EQS sedan from Mercedes-Benz is luxury and innovation on a truly magnificent scale. It's not just the flagship of the Mercedes-Benz electric lineup. It sets a whole new standard for all luxury electric vehicles. You're going to marvel at this epic 56-inch touch-sensitive hyperscreen featuring self-upgrading next-generation AI and a beautiful intuitive interface for both driver and front seat passenger. You'll experience next-level comfort in an exquisite, spacious near silent cabin that makes this flagship feel more like you're piloting a spaceship and you'll appreciate the graceful aerodynamic design that almost completely eliminates drag for an outstanding operating range of up to 350 miles on a single charge the EQS is an object lesson in just how far electric mobility has come the vehicle is all electric the feeling is all Mercedes take a test drive learn more mbusa.com EQS
1: Cavino and Rich, in for Dan Patrick, live from the Mercedes-Benz studio. They say good things come to those who wait. Oh. Mercedes-Benz SUV family proves otherwise. I'm waiting. It takes no time at all to set up a test drive at your local Mercedes-Benz dealer. Oh, yeah. Learn more at MBUSA.com.
2: Well, we are live from the Mercedes-Benz studios. Cavino and Rich, just want to say what's up to Daniel, right? Daniel, hit us up. Damn, Daniel. Throw it back on a Thursday. What a 2010s reference.
1: Da- I'm throwing it back. It's Thursday. And we're going to throw, it- <laughs>
2: throw
1: it throw back in about <laughs> 20 minutes. Old school when 50 well, hits we're talking gonna sports movies. Yeah, again we're again with the Mercedes Sprinter vans. Daniel and Corona, thank well, you for the feedback. We
2: got to call out Colin Cowhert because he said some ridiculous stuff yesterday. And as much as I respect him, the guy had... A ridiculous take on sports oh, man. movies.
5: FSR on FSR crime. I know. I know. And Colin, Colin, Colin. But
1: wrapping this up, let's bring it back to, you know, we're talking a lot of kids today. It's okay. You know, it's that Little League time of the year. We established it. Bringing the kids to work, DeMar DeRozan style. It worked for him. But you know who I always think about? I always think about... Rudy Giuliani's kid, but I always think of Chris Farley playing oh, yeah. Rudy's yes. Giuliani kid because it's not always like a fun experience. Because sometimes you got a bratty nose picking kid who just gets in the way. Like it's not always great. Let's be real about it. Like, yeah. yeah, I know bulls are bulls fans are fired up about it, but Toronto fans are not fired up about it. Oh,
2: I think this is like a this is a great story. DeRozan's daughter, but I agree. Sometimes people will bring their kid around. It's like, oh, they brought their kids. (laughs) And I'm I'm a a parent. You know, know, sometimes kids aren't, you know, it doesn't make sense for them to be there.
6: You're right. But I'm I'm not going to pick on kids. You can't. I think the replacement, if I could just push it a little, is bringing the dog to work. Come on now. Yeah.
2: Okay. There's a girl we worked with at Sirius XM. I'd see her down on the hall in the hallways. She'd be recording her music channel stuff. Not a fan. And she'd be walking with a little puppy. I'm like, who, was, who gave the approval of this? Well, especially here in Los Angeles, everyone thinks they could
6: take their puppy everywhere. Everyone thinks
2: their dog's their kid out here in LA.
6: Everybody and thinks that I'm cool with their dog. So there's like, oh, let he, let, oh, Scruffy, Scruffy, come here. No, Scruffy's over here by my leg. He come over here one more time.
1: Yeah. I know Waggles is cute and all, and, and I'm not a dog hater. I, I have a little dog. His name is Theo. He's great. He's my pal. But I don't bring him to Whole Foods. I don't bring him to the supermarket. I don't bring him to the Little League game. I don't you take him to, him him to, to house. Work. You take him to Rich's house? Well, because Rich welcomes yeah, the dog. Yeah, so
2: I, Sometimes if people have to bring their dog, otherwise they can't hang. Otherwise they have like, yeah, to yeah, leave, right? Dude, Joel, I got Was little kids. Was that a diss? I, I, tr- right? I try not
1: to, though, Joel. Was that a diss? That's the truth. I try not to because, you know... It just depends. Like, Rich is welcome. Rich has a dog. Yeah. But to work? Like, first of all, I'm allergic to the dogs. Not mine, but I'm allergic to most dogs. I am. So it's like, wow, how is that okay? And when did it become okay? You know, your dog, it smells like Fritos in here. Oh, because your dog (laughs) is here in the corner licking its
2: stinky feet. feet. I'll make it clear. You're allowed to be a parent and a dog owner, but not want to see someone else's kids or dogs. I'll just yell out, leash law. Leash law. (laughs) Let me tell you, you go on vacation, I don't want to see anyone else's kids. If I'm not bringing my dog, I don't want to see your dog. (laughs) You know, you go to a restaurant, you're sitting down at a table having a little breakfast, got my scrambled eggs and bacon, I don't want to see some... Least law! I don't want to see some hairy... Not a guy or a dog. I don't want to see a yeah, hairy, you know what? like golden retriever with the with the dander and hair floating around while I'm having an omelet. It's,
1: you could scream at leash law, right? Because mm-hmm. that is like today's version of bring your kids to work day. And by the way, dogs not the same as kids. So if someone's bringing their doggie in on Bring Your Kids
2: to Work Day, <laughs> I think you have to be like, "Hey, wait, leash law! What do you? What is this?" If someone brings their dog to work on Bring Your Kids to Work Day, my fur baby. I, I think you give them a free pass because they're that messed up to think their dogs are kids. Hey, and it, we're not hating on dogs. You it know? could be
6: worse if you brought your kid to work on a leash. That's f-
5: yeah. And well, by the way, Danny G, Danny G, you're my dog. Danny G's my dog. I do like when the ballparks have the Dog Day where you can bring your. Uh, Well, it's a time and place, right? Yeah, it's appropriate.
2: Yeah, just tell me what day that is so I don't go. How do you handle it if
5: (laughs) if if
1: your haters, colleagues bring your their kids to work and their kids are misbehaving, throwing you? I don't care. It's like
2: once it's if it's the kid bring your kid to work day, like calendar, like it's the like a holiday. That's fine. And then last question: If Demar Derozan's daughter did play
1: an impact and the world noticed, so I, I do agree. Like I think the team. Sometimes, you rally, sometimes
2: you rally behind silly things. And I think if well, then, DeMar DeRozan's daughter's is like their good luck charm and she's bringing some fun yeah, and vibes. they bring
1: her to Miami even though they said they're not going to? I, I think they do.
2: Yeah? Honestly, it's a one game, winners in the playoffs, losers out, you know, the final seed for the eight seed. Or do you just let the story
1: live and die right there? Like, oh, it was a fun moment because if they lose... Then it's like, oh,
6: just roll with it. Yeah, I think roll with it. All right. So, hey, props to Dr. and DeRozan. If I'm the sound man in Miami, (laughs) there's no way you're going to hear that kid.
3: Oh, yeah.
2: yeah, To drown her out with some uh, sound effects. Because you heard it on TV all night. All night. By the way, when you talk about little kids, just to make us all feel old. Did you see, uh, I think someone posted recently, we forget... Steph has been part of our lives for a while now, right? Like, sometimes you think some of these younger players are young. Like, because we're all getting older at a, at a rapid rate. Speak for yourself. It's the lighting here in the studio. Oh, is that why you look uh, yeah. tired
1: and older it's today? It's the lighting, dude. Lighting's terrible. It's like horror lighting. I, uh... It's like a monster.
2: <laughs> yeah, look at, the, look at the clips of Monster Covino at Covino and Rich. Hey, thanks, Rich. Appreciate it. So, yes. I recently saw Steph Curry and his daughter... Years ago and now, and it's like, oh, that's right. We remember when you know she was like a little baby sitting on his lap at post game, and now she's like a grown kid. Like, time is a flying. Yeah, she's a little at the parade. Remember? Of course,
1: she's all grown up. I mean, yeah, yeah. I got a thirteen-year-old daughter going on sixteen. Pain in my ass. But speaking of basketball, Rich. Yep, Joe Giddy. There was a, a meme floating around about Joe Giddy yesterday, going full Disney mode. He said he looked like a Disney villain. Joe Giddy on The Thunder. He had a huge game. He had a huge game and he had that like look. He looked like like a Disney villain. Like think of any like Disney basketball movie, there's always like a bad guy. <laughs> yeah. He had that like sort of bad guy look. Like he was playing like a bad man. So the meme was he's going full Disney mode, like the Disney basketball villain. And it started making me think about the ingredients of a winning team. Right? Oklahoma City won one twenty three. To one eighteen or the Pelicans, the No Zion Pelicans yesterday.
2: I like your I like your theory that you're about to get into because I think it applies to every sport. Okay, every sport needs what Kavino's about to tell you. You know how Ben Maller makes the Baba
1: Ganoush. Like, what are the ingredients to the winning Baba Ganoush? The winning team. What are the ingredients? Because I'm wondering about one specifically. Actually, two. I think every winning team, when you look back at who won in baseball, football, basketball? They all share these similar ingredients. So we're going to make the Baba Ganoush. Oh. oh. Throwing some Juicy Lucy. I think that every team needs that bad guy, that Razor Ramon, that Joe Giddy last night played like a bad man. Right, Danny G? I think they need that one dude to have the team's back to step up. To know that he's there. Like he's protecting him. He's the bad dude. The ingredient. Like the goon yeah. of a good
5: team. It's like when Austin Reeves steps up big time for the Lakers.
1: Yes. Or just someone who's there that if things go haywire, he has their back. I, I, I he think is, he just plays like a bad guy. He's a little
2: intimidating. He's got that snarl. I think every winning team has similar ingredients. I'll give you a couple more. Well, I got one in I, particular
1: I want to know if you think should be thrown into the uh, winning team ingredients.
2: I think every team with a winning vibe, I have a few. Let me give you, I'll give you a few, and then Kavino will top it off with, I think, the best answer. I think you need at least one of your veterans to look like their old self. I agree. Like, need, oh, because he played oh, oh, exceptionally he still got well it. this year. I think you need a veteran on your team to show signs of their glory. Yeah. Like, oh, wow, comeback year for so-and-so. Yep. All these pieces are going to make you the a, You need a veteran to look like their old self. You need someone on the team that's the bad guy. You need a silly gimmick. That keeps the team together Oh that's a good one Whether it's like Oh the rally monkey Yeah or like Oh when you get on base Everyone does the thumbs down Or or The the Baltimore Orioles Right now We're saying What a fun team this is they're doing the sprinkler where a guy gets an extra base hit. He's on second base doing the sprinkler with his arm, and guys in the dugout are spitting water out like a sprinkler. Yeah, and they have the Homer hose. the Homer hose. Or in, in college football, you got like the you know the big blingy necklace when someone has an interception. Like you need some type of gimmick that the fans know about that everyone likes. A la, like the rally cap in the 80s.:
1: Are we writing down the ingredients if we're going to make the baba news, yeah. the, t- the ingredients for a winning? championship team. Veteran rich. Veteran looks like his old self. I agree. A bad guy. A good gimmick. A gimmick to, to rally like to rally behind like cowboy up. Like a slogan. Yeah, you, a, a slogan. Yeah, cowboy up. Exactly. Like the Yankees in 96, we Let's play fly. we play today, we win today. That's it. <laughs> Mariano Duncan. They used to wear the t-shirts and everything. You need a slogan. Like these are all the things you need, and I got one more. Well, let's let's hear because it, it's is standing out to me, and, and I want you, Fox Sports Radio Nation, to add to the list. I heard someone say, it, and I'm like, you know, there's something to that. There's a guy on the Yankees named Franchi Cordero, and you're probably thinking, who, who? the
2: f is that? All right, well, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. and I'm a baseball Dude, fan. I'm, I'm a think- Yankees fan, and I'm, I'm like, who? the Yankees? You mean? Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton, Nestor Cortez, Garicola. You're telling me about who? Franchi who? Exactly. Dude, as a Yankees fan, I'm like, wait, who's Franchi?
1: Franchi Cordero comes out of nowhere. Seven games, right? He now leads the team with four home runs and 11 RBI. Now we're talking a team with Giancarlo, Aaron Judge, the Glaber of Love, Josh Donaldson, like guys who hit well, bombs. Former
2: MVP. Former MVP. Not what he was, but DJ yeah.
1: LeMahieu, but you know, the winning winning ingredients is Josh Donaldson needs to play like the Josh Donaldson of Yeah, that would, that would be uh, one of the ingredients. But, but who's the guy on top of the stats right now and leading the team and playing dominant? Franchi Cordero. Four home runs, 11 RBI. He's batting over 280, but he's playing big. And I heard them say, them, probably Michael Kay or David Cohn- Someone on the S yes Network, do you think he's this year's Matt Carpenter, right? Matt Carpenter was like a comeback player of the year yeah. last year for the Yankees, was hitting bombs before he got hurt. Now he's on the Padres. But he was hitting bombs, winning games, was a key ingredient to their winning when they were streaking. So it made me think, well, does every team need that guy who surprises you? Like that surprise
2: guy that comes out of nowhere and starts hitting bombs. I think the best part about this Franchi guy is the lame call from John Sterling. Yeah. Swung on and hit in the head of deep right. right.
3: The, yes. That ball is high, it is far, <laughs> it is gone. It's a two-run home run. Oh, you can bet the ranchy
1: on Franchi. You can bet the ranchy. It's ranchie. a two-run home run to right, and ranch. the Yankees take a
2: four-nothing lead. Wait, where was the lame call? Because that was
1: awesome. Uh, you can bet
2: the ranchy mm, on oh, Franchi. Uh, no, that Franchie? was uh, by the way for everyone listening. That was John Sterling. That was not Captain Crunch. Mm, the soggies
3: mm-hmm. Crunchberries.
1: So get this, Franchi Cordero. Bet the ranchy on Franchi. This guy's. He's hot right now. You know, he is seven years into the league. The most home runs he's ever hit was seven, I believe. Yes, yeah, seven. No, eight. He hit eight for Boston. He's already got half of that in seven games. And he's leading the Yankees. So as we uh, make the baba Ganoush, as we make the winning ingredients, <laughs> what else do you want to throw in there that every team needs?
2: Let's hear it. Eight seven seven nine nine 99 on Fox. Basketball, football, baseball. What does every winning team with a good vibe need we'll take your feedback and answers next live from the mercedes-benz studio kavino and rich in for dan patrick
7: all right everybody game off let's pause here to talk more about monopoly go i know what you're saying flag on the play you've already talked about that but there's just so much more good stuff in this game in monopoly go you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards the more you win together the more awesome prizes you unlock
0: And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find. That's not just a household item.
3: The all-electric EQS sedan from Mercedes-Benz is luxury and innovation on a truly magnificent scale. It's not just the flagship of the Mercedes-Benz electric lineup. It sets a whole new standard for all luxury electric vehicles. You're going to marvel at this epic 56-inch touch-sensitive hyperscreen featuring self-upgrading next-generation AI and a beautiful intuitive interface for both driver and front seat passenger. You'll experience next-level comfort in an exquisite spacious near silent cabin that makes this flagship feel more like you're piloting a spaceship and you'll appreciate the graceful aerodynamic design that almost completely eliminates drag for an outstanding operating range of up to 350 miles on a single charge. The EQS is an object lesson in just how far electric mobility has come. The vehicle is all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Take a test drive. Learn more. MBUSA.com slash EQS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Cavino and Rich on Fox Sports Radio. By the way, this is a
2: song that's going to be played at weddings and parties for the next 50 years. You'll be old. I remember this one. Ludacris, Lil Jon, Usher.
1: Doing it back on a Thursday. We got Joel on the ones and twos. Am I
2: forgetting anyone? It's ludicrous.
1: Little John, song?
2: Usher, and is there anyone else? Um,
1: you got it.
2: I got it. Okay. it. Yeah. I'm missing anyone,
1: right? Thank you, Danny G, for the assist. Danny G on the phones at 877 99 on Fox. We got Nick on the updates. Spot. On the videos, at Covino and Rich. Yep. And in just three minutes, we go old school, win 50 hits. We throw it back on a Thursday. But we're wrapping up the key ingredients to every winning team. Sorry, Rich, I was a little distracted. I was betting the Ranchi on Franchi. You should. Yeah. You should. Mm, you can bet the Ranchi on Franchi. Franchi Cordero is the surprise player on the Yankees right now. And I think every winning team needs that. One of the forgotten key ingredients. So far, uh, we're making the championship team. You need that rally cry. Like that rally cap. That, oh, every time we win, there's a pie in the face. You need that corny gimmick. Like we said, the uh, Orioles are doing their sprinkler this season. You need that. Of
5: course, he thumbs down. Whatever. I got one. I got one for you, Cove. What is it? You need that one energy guy to come off the bench and light up your home crowd. Remember the famous dive from James Worthy on the floor that got the Lakers going crazy at the old uh, Forum in Inglewood. No energy guy. Yes,
1: you do. I do remember
2: that, Joel. You need that spark plug off (laughs) the
1: bench. You do. You need. Yeah, the the equivalent of that.
2: The equivalent in baseball, Danny, would be you. Right, that like utility guy that. That Is Dave the, Roberts yeah. stolen base. Yeah, like he's not the he's not the best player, but man, the fans love him because he has heart. Maybe you need like an like a like a guy that doesn't have all the talent, but man, the fans like him because he puts the effort in.
1: Like a scrappy little the energy guy. guy. I like it like that energy guy. You need the bad guy, a la Joe Giddy last night. That's why we brought it up in the first place. Because of Joe Giddy and, hmm, Franchi Cordero. Joe Giddy was going full Disney mode last night, like a Disney villain, like a Disney basketball villain. So you need the bad guy, the surprise player, Franchi Cordero, leading the Yankees with RBI and home runs, the veteran who steps up. And you also need that slogan, that cowboy up, the stupid t shirt that the team rallies behind. Yeah. I got one more. How about the goofy
2: player everybody loves? Well, yeah, the, uh, you, you said the cowboy up. You need a player to say something in the locker room or post game that everyone gravitates towards that statement. Like, what, what did Kirk Cousins say? That everyone, you like that? You like that? Like, that became the rally cry, like the funny, like, you like that? that? You need someone on the team to say something ridiculous or funny where everyone then. Makes a t shirt. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't right back though. Right? Oh, wow. There it is. There it is. Oh, so yeah. you're creating there that you winning vibe. All right. So, well, hey, uh, it is 50 after, which means we go old school. Let's do it. There's a certain. Sur- yeah. What we going to do
1: right here is go back. Uh, back into time.
5: Throwing it back for a Thursday. Old school when 50 hits. At 50 after.
2: CNR give you the time capsule topic, and we reminisce together. Yeah, <laughs> we go old school every Thursday, fifty after, and based on something Cowherd said yesterday. Do you from have what this I, I d- heard, Danny G, I Give heard. me the article up because this was—I don't know if he was—he yeah. had to be trolling. I love Colin. <laughs> I heard but he from someone to who
1: told me, someone who told them, who told me. That he said there's only three good sports movies that matter.
5: He did give a caveat a a little bit. He said there's three great movies ever in the sports world. Moneyball, Rocky, and Hoosiers. He said there are some great movies like, remember, The Titans, Long Yard, Longest Yard, Brian's Song, but uh, those top three had everybody in the comment section fighting. I,
2: mean, I congratulations to Colin because he even got me aggravated because I think two of those three movies aren't even my in my top ten. So he basically gave honorable mentions, but said yes. the top three were
1: Moneyball, Rocky, and Hoosiers.
2: Moneyball and Hoosiers aren't in my top <laughs> maybe twenty. Now, Rocky, we could agree on. I think everyone's going to say Rocky. I'd argue just, I like to say the Rocky and Creed movies all together Absolutely. are just like an award winning franchise. Absolutely. Take all, even the bad Rockies, like five, and so, even Creeds, throw those all in the same mix. I'm and a
1: bunch, you know, I got what you call a relaxed
2: brain. The you know? Rocky universe got to be in there. But here's where we ask you at 877 99 on Fox, your top three, because while Cowherd is a sports legend, but genius on the radio. its a bunk list. I Stinks. do agree. I, I like Moneyball. I like Hoosiers. Like I like, like them.
1: But they're not top three. So <laughs> if we're right about anything, we're right about that. Yeah, I mean I Rocky I, is in I know there. this. Rocky is definitely top three. Especially when you factor in the Creed franchise and you know, Rocky Balboa. Absolutely. Rocky's definitely top three. So dead on with that one. But we'll take your phone calls now to talk about some old school sports movies that should be in top three. Because there's two classics that immediately come to mind that are way better than Moneyball and Hoosiers. Actually, I can think of three right off the top of my head that are better than that. You want them? I would love them. Really? Let's hear them. Let's get the phones going, Fox Sports Radio Nation. Number one, feel the dreams. I like it. I'm not putting it in my top three. But it's. I think it's better, more classic, more legendary than Moneyball and Hoosiers. Yeah. And think how it added to baseball with that legendary Field of Dreams game that they play every year now. I love it. That was an impactful movie starring the late, great Ray Liotta from my hometown. And, of course... Spots Mom's favorite, Kevin Costner. Feel the dreams.
2: I love Kevin Costner. So I got to bring it up.
1: Is it top three? I don't know. We haven't established that yet, but it's better than those. How about Roy Hobbs, the Wonder Boy? Yeah. The Natural. Dude, as a kid, that music? The score. Yeah. Like, there was some sort of fantasy in that movie that, like, every kid felt like, yo, I want to do I'm going to hit the cover off the ball into the lights. Like, what? Like, I'm not saying it's top three, Rich. All I'm saying is it's better than Moneyball and Hoosiers.
2: I, I really think it is. And by the way, we spoke of Rocky as the one we could all agree on. Rocky Balboa? Yeah, Rocky Balboa. But yeah. my last one, I think, belongs in the top three. You ready for this one? I bring up Rocky, though, because today is the 80th birthday of Bill Conti, the guy that arranged oh. Gonna Fly Now, oh. which is the most iconic boxing
1: sports theme ever. The, the the best. That's what made it. So happy birthday, Bill Conti. But I got one that definitely belongs in the top three. I'll tell you what that is next, and we'll get your phone calls.
2: Kavino and Rich, hang tight.